welcome back to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast, where we discuss all things fangirl. We are continuing with our discussion of Beautiful Creatures by Cami Garcia and Margaret Stoll. What happened last time? Uh, they were in that their caster library. They were in the caster library oh, yeah. because they were looking for the Book of Moon. And then while they're there and had a flashback, I'm making show up and get onto them. Get on to Marion, too. That, too. What you doing? Where you at? You got plans? Don't say that. <laughs> it's December 1st. This chapter is titled, It Rhymes with Witch. I wonder what word they're referring to. <laughs> so after Thanksgiving break, Leek... <laughs> Leek? <laughs> after Thanksgiving break, Link and Ethan picked up Lena on the way to school. While Ethan and Lena's Thanksgiving had been eventful, Link's Link had the average American holiday with football, cousins, and questionable food. Link mentioned a new trouble coming to Gatlin. His mom had been talking for hours on the phone and even invited Mrs. Snow and Mrs. Asher over for dinner. There's so many typos. Where I'm are so their sorry. husbands? You know, there's been no mention of husbands throughout Playing this. golf. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, they were, they were all getting busy with each other. That's <laughs> Probably. Least, Wait, least. wasn't that our uh, Wolves of Mercy Falls conclusion? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I feel like it goes to that a lot in my mind. Okay. The three women disappeared into what Link called the war room, or Ethan called the war room. Who called it that? pretty sure it was Link, but I'm not for sure. <laughs> but the kitchen they call the war room because it's where they strategize. Link only overheard, we'll get her out of our school one way or another. Ethan knew that they couldn't underestimate Mrs. Lincoln's power. She would do anything to protect her child and the other norms of Gatlin. Ethan reflected on his mom talking about moving to Gatlin, how everyone gossiped about Lila until they got tired. She didn't fit in with their ideal. She, uh, she went to one church. What I meant to say was um, she went to any church. She really didn't have like a one church. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Small town, you go to your church. Yeah. You go to your church, you sit on your pew. That's how it goes. She was also a feminist, which Mrs. Asher confused confused with communist, which I thought was funny. And she was a vegetarian, so she doesn't fit in. But the women felt a strange need to protect Ethan because his dad grew up there with all the other weights before him. These ladies always got the last word. On the way to school, Lena wrote on her hand her typical poetic musings. Link commented, asking if she would write a song for him. They pulled up to the crowded school parking lot, filled with students and parents. It hadn't been like this since the parent took issue with a lesson on the reproductive cycle. Remind you, these are high schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Lincoln, Emily Asher, and the other ladies of the DAR and future members passed out flyers reading, Say no to violence at Jackson. Zero tolerance. They are against violence and bullying. Don't mm-hmm. you know? Don't you know? While bullying a 15-year-old Yes, girl. while they are all bullying this 15-year-old. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. Link told Ethan and Lena they needed to get out of the car because he didn't want his mama to beaten him in front of the whole cheerleading <laughs> squad. Ethan grabbed Lena's hand before they both made their ways for school. Emily was explaining that they were forming a new club called the Jackson High Guardian Angels, whose goal was to keep the school safe by reporting any violence of unusual behavior. Lena froze, saying, They think I'm a monster. They formed a club. Aww. Ethan tried to reassure her, saying that 
These people just hated outsiders. They wanted a winch hunt. Lena insisted that she wouldn't be ran out of the school. Mrs. Lincoln was passing around a petition to the other parents. She looked at Lena and Ethan, saying to the group how their mission was to protect the school. Emily suggested Ethan to come to the Guardian Angels recruitment meeting later that day. Ethan refused her, telling her she was no angel. And a few other choice words. Yeah. Yeah. Then, Mrs. Lincoln brought Ethan's mom into it, saying that she wouldn't approve of the company he kept. This was crossing a line. Mrs. Lincoln didn't sh- know sh- His mom always said the right thing and the easy thing are never the same thing. He turned to the mrs lincoln looking her dead in the eye good for you ethan that's what my poor mama would have said ma'am he continued walking with lena to their school receiving glares from literally everyone then a gust of wind blew causing the flyers to fly away lena commented crazy weather you have down here i just i mean i understand like everything but them all going against this one 15 year old girl like the whole town it's crazy yeah, it's ridiculous i mean i understand why that's kind of the point but even the prince like he states that the principal would probably be passing out pl- flyers if he wasn't the principal <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a whole other story yeah, probably <laughs> passing out flyers and like for what reason because she was near a broken window or a window whenever it broke mm-hmm. and she's different that's the only reason why they're after her. And it's so sad. And she just has to be like, they're not going to run me out of here. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. All right. Now we're moving on to the next chapter, which is December 6th, Lost and Found. And uh, we got some more acting to do. <laughs> on Saturday, Ethan headed over to his aunt's house. There was something comforting about spending the day with women whose only magical powers were forgetting their own names. <laughs> Aunt Mercy's cat, Lucille Ball, was exercising. They had tied her up with her leash to the clothesline, watching her run back and forth. They feared she'd be catnapped if they let her run down the streets. <laughs> I was just picturing that. I think it's hilarious. The accuracy yeah. of me. Okay, so we're going to be reading. I am going to be Mercy. Ethan, Ethan, and Mercy. I'm going to be Grace. And I'm uh, Prue. So it starts out. Ethan opens the door, expecting the usual commotion, but the house was quiet. So the cat's outside running back and forth Mm -hmm. on the clothesline, and the house is really quiet. So he calls into the house. Aunt Prue? We're on the sun porch, Ethan. So he walks outside, and he sees them holding things that look like hairless rats. What the heck are those? Ethan, wait. You watch your mouth. I'll have to wash your mouth out with soap. You know better than to use profanity. I- I'm sorry, ma'am, but what is it you've got in your hand? They're baby squirrels. Ruby Wilcox found them in the attic last Tuesday. Wild squirrels? There are six of them. Aren't they just the cutest thing you ever saw? Uh, where did you get them? Well, Ruby couldn't take care of them. On account of that awful husband of hers... He won't even let her go to the stopping shop without telling him. So, Ruby gave them to us on account of the fact that we already had a cage. <laughs> they already this part, had this a part cage. though. <laughs> so, they had previously rescued Peyton. <laughs> what did they rescue? Baby squirrels. No, before. before. An injured raccoon. An injured raccoon. How about you want to domesticate a raccoon? Yeah, I was thinking I of you. I'm sorry. I was trying to find all the grace parts yep. and highlight them. But uh, 
after the raccoon came back into health, it's um, Prudence's lovebirds, Sonny and Cher. Something tragic happened to them. <laughs> and they don't speak about it. But they still have the cage. You know squirrels can carry rabies. You can't handle these things. What if one of them bites you? Ethan, these are our babies, and they are just the sweetest things. They wouldn't bite us. We're their mamas. They are just as tame as they can be, aren't y'all? And Ethan pictures having to drive them to the get clinic. rabies shots. Mm-hmm. To get rabies shots. Uh, you never know. They're wild animals. Ethan, wait. Clearly, you are not an animal <laughs> lover. These babies would never hurt us. And what would you have us do with them? Their mama is gone. They'll die if we don't take care of them. I can take them over to the ASPCA. The ASPCA? Those murderers. They'll kill them for sure. That's enough talk about the ASPCA, Ethan. Hand me that eyedropper over there. What for? We have to feed them every four hours with this little dropper. And once a day, we have to clean their little private parts with a Q-tip. So they'll learn to do it themselves. How, how could you possibly know that? We looked it up on the internet. How did you get on the internet? Thelma took us to the library and Miss Marion helped us. They have computers over there. Did you know that? And you can look up just about anything, even dirty pictures. Every now and again, the dirtiest pictures you ever saw would pop up on that screen. Imagine. I just want to go on record as saying I think this is a bad idea. You can't keep them forever. They're going to get bigger and more aggressive. Well, of course we aren't planning on looking after them forever. We're going to let them go in the backyard as soon as they can look after themselves. But they won't know how to find food. That's why it's a bad idea to take in wild animals. Once you let them go, they'll starve. That's where you're wrong. It tells all about it on the internet. You have to teach them to gather nuts you bury in the backyard, and you let the squirrels practice finding them. And this uh, leads, of course, Ethan into have to bearing a mix of cocktail nuts for baby squirrels in their yard. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then let's see. He goes back over. Well, during this time, he ends up finding a bunch of different things in the yard. So a thimble, a silver spoon. Oh, yeah. And an amethyst ring. But he's like, well, this gives me a good scu- excuse to stop hiding peanuts in the backyard. <laughs> so he goes back over and Aunt Prue is reading something. And he says, what are you reading? I'm just looking up some things for your friend Link's mama. The DAR needs some notes on Gatlin's history for the Southern Heritage Store. It's hard to find much about the history of Gatlin that doesn't include the Ravenwoods. What do you mean? Well, without him, I reckon Gatlin wouldn't be here at all. So it's hard to write a town history and leave him out of it. Were they really the first ones here? Give me that. I've got myself a system going. Well, if you don't want any help... Mercy turns back to Ethan. The Ravenwoods were the first in these parts, all right. Got themselves a land grant from a king of Scotland sometime around 1800. 1781. I've got the paper right here. They were farmers, and it turned out Gatlin County had the most fertile soil in all of southern Carolina. Cotton, tobacco, rice, indigo, it all grew here, which was peculiar on account of the crops didn't usually grow in the same place. Once these folks figured out you could grow just about anything here, Ravenwoods had themselves a town. That's interesting talking about the lemon trees and stuff from earlier that's interesting Mm -hmm. whether they like it or not looking up from her cross stitch 
telling you, these are accurate. <laughs> so, let's see. So, Ethan is assessing the chunk he found, and he rinses off the ring and holds it up and asks, Aunt Prue, does this belong to one of you? Why, that's the ring my second husband, Wallace Pritchard, gave me for our first and only wedding anniversary. <laughs> He's a cheap, cheap man. Where in the world did you find it? Buried in the backyard. I also found a spoon and a thimble. Mercy, look what Ethan found. Your Tennessee collector spoon. I told you I didn't take it. Let me see that. Well, I'll be. I finally have all 11 states. <laughs> there are more than 11 states, Aunt Mercy. I only collect the states of the Confederacy. Speaking of burying things, can you believe Eunice Honeycutt made him bury her with her recipe book? She didn't want any in, anyone in the church to get their hands on her cobbler recipe. She was a spiteful thing, just like her sister. And that recipe wasn't any good anyhow. Mercy, which one is the buttercream? When I die, I want to be buried with my first stole in my Bible. You aren't going to get extra points with the good Lord for that, Prudence Jane. I'm not trying to get points. I just want to have something to read during the wait. If there were points being handed out, Grace Ann, I'd have more than you. After talking to his aunts, Ethan came to a startling conclusion. The Book of Moons had been buried. He told Lena this through their mental connection, saying it must be with Genevieve. His aunts continued going off around him, Aunt Mercy trying to feed Harlan James chocolate, but he wasn't listening anymore. He was thinking about how to dig up a grave. What they gonna do? Dig up a grave. Sure are. And on my birthday, too. I love the ants. I do, too. I hate I didn't get to say, Mercy, don't feed that dog chocolate. (laughs) You'll kill him. I saw it on Oprah's show. Chocolate. Or was it onion dip? (laughs) Onion dip. I do like that part. I didn't put it in there, but I do like that part. Uh, Also... You don't need to be buried with your cobbler recipe. It's a very simple thing. It's just one cup of flour, one cup of milk, one cup of sugar, one stick of butter, and some peaches. If you want to, but this was um, Miss Honeycutt's special recipe that wasn't any good. (laughs) And you want to know why? Because it wasn't one cup of flour, one (laughs) cup of sugar, one. Well, it doesn't matter. It is deep in the ground ground. now. (laughs) So it's six foot under. (laughs) Six foot under. So the book, Ethan thinks somehow now because he's a genius that yeah. it is buried with Genevieve. I think he's a selective genius. Um, he, if only like, it's such a casual most. conversation <laughs> and he has ignored so many other signs where he's like by golly that's it. It's in the grave. Okay. We're getting a little witchy. A little witchy. A little witchy. Now how many witchy things have y'all seen? Red. There's like older witchy movies I've seen that I cannot remember the name of the one though. I was a fan of Sabrina, the teenage mm-hmm. witch. Yeah, uh, Scooby Doo, <laughs> and the Witch's Ghost, I believe, was yeah, also it, yeah, it, yeah. I yeah, Sabrina. I did watch some of the newer series too. Whenever that was going, it just got a little too satanic for me. Yeah, that's what happens, and that's just. I'm not a fan of that. Just yeah. simply I put, found but, that part interesting. So, <laughs> well. You weren't raised in a... <laughs> I think, like, being more religious growing up... Yeah. And, like, really, whenever you're told, like, how bad that stuff is and how scary it is, mm-hmm. you, you don't mess with that. Yeah. <laughs> Even like, me and Ouija boards, I'm like, uh-uh. Nope. nope, nope, nope. nope. It ain't happening. But, like, also, that's a good thing, because if you don't know what you're talking... Like, if you don't understand it, 
probably don't need to be messing with it. As far as Ouija boards go, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch some things um, Mm -hmm. because of my upbringing, but like we did watch uh, Bewitched was... (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that show. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do Harry Potter. (laughs) That's like different. That's not like... I know they call themselves witches, but it's like... It's called the Wizarding World, and for some reason, they just called the women witches. There's a manhwa I've been reading called Follow the Breadcrumbs, which is essentially Hansel and Gretel, but it's told from the witch's point of view. But she's, like, a good witch, and she actually winds up saving them. I did read one in, like, the seventh grade, a book that had witches, and I don't remember anything about it, except I, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. And someone did, like, drown a cat for a spell. So <laughs> that's a little traumatizing, that's I guess. Terrifying. Oh, wicked. wicked Wizard Wizard of Oz. Wicked. wicked. It's definitely. Yeah. Alakanomanomanachmanachmelakanomen. Uh-huh. I read like the witches I'm thinking of are like in manga. Yeah. And stuff. So they're a bit different than what we would consider witches mm-hmm. in our like there's things where people have powers. Oh, the the Throne of Glass series, they have mm-hmm. what would be considered witches. Yeah. But it's very different. They, like, drink the blood of men. That is what they're known for. Yeah. I could probably add some stuff about them as I look at this stuff. So, I found an article that was, um, or a blog post, rather, that was about tropes in witch-type stuff. It said 10 tired tropes have to do with witches and, like, misconceptions and such. Yeah. So, the first one is you can tell a witch by looking at them. So, they're wearing all black. They're kind of goth and everything. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of leans into, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful creatures. Okay, let's make sure we're we know that we're talking about beautiful yeah, creatures. Creatures, yeah, yeah. Lena wears the all black, and I would say, yeah, probably most of her family that can be assumed. But then it does talk about like the preppy people, mm-hmm. and you kind of think about like Ridley too. Like, would yeah. you know that she is they call her a like caster, a goth cheerleader, or something? Yeah, at one point. yeah. They did describe her as a goth cheerleader. I want like a Barbie girl, though. You know, uh, witches are hypersexual. I don't think a beautiful creatures is very true because no. it's for a young adult. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking like four rooms. They have to do a spell. Okay, so four rooms. So it was a bunch of director and writer friends that decided to make a movie together, mm. and it's based off of one hotel and the same like uh, baggage boy or something played by Tim Raw, who you would know as either Rosencrantz or Guildenstern. <laughs> don't know which one. <laughs> but you don't know which one. And the first story is like there's a coven of witches. I think Madonna is one of them. They have, he has to like have sex with a virgin for the spell to be complete but he has no idea what the spell mm-hmm. is. He still doesn't know at the end of it. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a lot of it. All witches are women. Yeah. Uh, if if a man's a witch, it's called by a different name, typically. Mm. Warlock. Wizard. <laughs> Wizard. It's interesting. You know, looking at beautiful creatures, I feel like the women get it real bad. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> overall. Yeah. It's kind of like the Duquesnes, mm-hmm. you know, they talk about. Um, and as I was talking about Throne of Glass, like, it, they are covens of women. Yeah. Like, that's all of the covens are made up of witch women. I don't know if... I don't think the witch men exist. Yeah. Like in this world. So yeah, I can see that one. You think about so many witch media, it's always women. Well, I think it initially started off as like a folklore kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where you don't want to be around witches because they're, you know, 
you know, these evil women that are powerful and blah, 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 blah. It was like some, it turned into, oh, you know, these women are powerful. Let's put mm-hmm. them in the spotlight. Let's, you know, not make them out to be these evil hags they've been in the past. Mm-hmm. We forgot about Hocus Pocus, by the way. You know, it's not crazy to think about how this turned into something that people are like, yeah, witches. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, they become more powerful than men. It's a. Well, it's that, but also, like, a lot of people don't realize that, like, when they brought up, like, the Salem witch trials and stuff you know previously in the book like mm. other men were ex men were executed yeah. during that time too it wasn't just yeah. women in the salem witch trials there was only one women. man that, only one man that yeah. was executed but in the other witch trials there were men but it was usually because they were defending the women mm-hmm. that were being persecuted yeah i wonder how that all started like why is always women uh the mysterious spell book yes Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. We That's got that one. Literally one. everything. Yeah. Beautiful creatures. Um, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Vampire Diaries. I remember. Uh, there's one in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. I'm ta- when I say it, I'm talking about the older one. I have no idea about the Netflix the, series. The, the, the 90s show. Melissa Joan Hart. The newer one, I think there is. Probably. I don't. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. I remember yeah. now. Um, The Magical Destiny. Yes. Oh, it mentioned Charm, too. There is a magical destiny. Is it always for the main character? Most of the time, yes. Not always. The chosen one. <laughs> Probably. Magic is inherently dangerous or it will inevitably cause harm or something will go wrong. Yes. Kind of like here where she's going to go dark. We all know it. Ooh, whatever. She's going to harm people. I'm like, you going dark, does that mean you're always going to be this super dark being? Mm-hmm. Or like, are you still... Is it just going to be how you're classified yeah (laughs) i know it's called dark magic for a reason but they make it come off as if you turn into this dark evil person and are never good ever again Mm -hmm. is what they make it out to be i think we need to like you know be more understanding love spells love spells it's a big thing in harry potter Mm -hmm. i feel like most of the time you can't do love spells well it's usually it's in other things other than harry potter because it's a potion if it's an actual spell it's usually like it does go wrong like immediately there are consequences involved in that i mean you are manipulating another person to do what you want them to do ridley yeah yeah she does it all the time yeah uh summoning demons the devil angels etc they're summoning things sometimes i don't know about all of us i feel like when it's more like as discussed with the newer Sabrina, like more if it's more satanic based yeah. kind of witchcraft, yeah. I like very casual. <laughs> yeah, like cutesy, like yeah. the original nineties where it's like Love oh. it. Where it's just like, uh, high school drama. <laughs> Let me just try to fix it with my witchy powers. It says tarot cards. Mm, I don't see that no. too much. Unless they're going to a specific individual who does specifically just yeah. that. I do love kind of the um, trope where, like, you have this fake person who's, like, pretending to be, like, a witch or a psychic or something, mm-hmm. and you have the real ones who are, like, okay, like, you don't know shit, but okay. Yeah. Well, my cousin wanted to get uh, her her future read from a psychic, so we went, 
and like just testing the waters because you know that's how mm-hmm. I am as a person. I didn't want anything done. Yeah. But she did. And so I sat down and I saw her Egyptian cat goddess statue and I said, Oh, I like your boss step. And she was like, What? Huh? And so I was like, Okay, you're a fake. We're good. <laughs> I was like, okay. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Um, And then blood magic. I feel like that's really prevalent. It's prevalent here, of course. Okay, this is a different one. Traditional witchy attire. So we got the pointed hat, the all black, that kind of stuff. I like that. I like it too. I think it's fun. Uh, I think it's funny because in the first Harry Potter movie, they did have pointed hats. And after that, they do in the books. Yeah. Which I always forget about. It's just not really yeah. seen. Broomsticks to transport places. Love that for them. Oh, I forgot the master and Margarita. I forget Margarita is like is a witch. Like the devil makes her into a witch, and she like rides a broom naked throughout of Moscow. It's a weird book. <laughs> oh, animal companions. Yeah, in that one, there's a. Crap, what's behemoth is a huge black cat. <laughs> love it. Love the name. We all know I love Salem. Yeah. So. Salem's my ride or die. You mm-hmm. know, there's a uh, YouTuber that sounds just like <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Association with nature and earth. Yeah. If there are earth witches. I see that a lot. I, I mean, s- being like in tune with I feel like earth could have like like the earth could have Super powerful magic, you know. Yeah. A wand or a magical staff? No. Merlin. I forgot about that Sometimes. too. Sometimes. Obviously, there are people out there that actually do witchcraft, and mm-hmm. they would disagree with these things. Yeah, I mean, these are just fictional tropes. Yeah. This isn't like vampires where, well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> there might actually be vampires out there. Yes, there if are. If you're listening and you're a vampire... Mm-hmm. Hit me Hi. up. Hi. No, don't hit me up. <laughs> uh, associated with feminine, femininity. Femininity? Yeah, and sisterhood. We kind of talked about, th- about that a little bit. Yeah. Associated with the number three. Huh. That's interesting. I never thought of that one. I feel like it's numbers other than three. What? Like what? Give me an example. Like a two. <laughs> <laughs> never a two. Um... Hocus pocus, hocus pocus. There's three of them. Charmed. There's three of them. Oh, you meant like as I'm thinking about like as numbers that come up to them, not like groups, like people numbers, like numbers that they I don't see. know what numbers come to them. I don't watch <laughs> witchy stuff. I'm just thinking of like how many characters there are. And yes, I know on Charmed, there's weird stuff, and the fourth sister comes in, but there's still only three sub tropes of which classic include the cute witch. The hot witch. The cute witch is very much prevalent anime. And the wicked witch. Other tropes. All witches have cats. Because why not? That just makes sense. Black cats. Burn the witch. The good witch versus the bad witch. Wizard of Oz? (laughs) Yes, that's what it says. (laughs) Um, Salem is witch country. Tourist trap. Yeah, it is. Some of them nowadays. The witch hunt. Witch hunters. Ooh, some witch hunters. We know I loved a, a vampire hunter now, trope. There is a The Last Witch Hunter movie that Ooh. Vin Diesel is in. I remember that. <sighs> I remember nothing that happens in it. Me either. Something about Dreamwalker. That's it. We got The Witcher. Oh, yeah. 
not a witch either. The Witcher. <laughs> okay. Everyone's personality. <laughs> I'm, sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I just want to come a chameleon to me. Come on, 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 come Thing. The word chameleon is not like a sleepy time word. Come on, come on, <laughs> All right, let's do this. Come and go. Everyone's personality matches an iconic glitch. I'm not even on it yet. Here's yours. Hurry up. I'm sorry. My mental theater took me places. All hey. right, I'm here. Pick a specialty. Time travel, potions, seeing the future, healing, weather control, telepathy. Healing. Potions. Time travel. Pick a hat. These are all so f***ing ugly. <laughs> yes, they are. Go with the purple. There's one with purple, and it has a little tool on it. Plain black one. I'll do the turban with the peacock feathers. <laughs> I didn't know what direction that was going to go. Pick a familiar. That's the name of it. A familiar. A dog, a snake, a cat, a spider's bat, crow. Ew. I'm going to say a raven. Who's a dog? Crow. <laughs> Pick a wand. Oh, I can't see any of these. You want the one with the star on the end. That's definitely you. I'm cool. picking the sparkly one, I think. Pick an enemy. Small, Small children, children. <laughs> the devil, your mother, other witches, men, everyone who isn't you. Who is my enemy? Small children are my enemy. Men. <laughs> I'll pick the devil. Pick a theme song. I put a spell on you. Black magic woman. How soon is now? Strange magic. Season of the witch. Devil inside. I don't know these. All I know is I put a spell on you. I guess I'll pick that one. I'll I'm going to pick that one witch. just because I really like that song. Oh my god, this is... Oh, I got her again! <laughs> of course you did. I don't even have to say who it is. I, I knew I was... I got Samantha Stevens. I care about family above all else and put other needs before my own. But my individual power always finds a way to shine through. Mine is Sabrina Spellman. You use your powers to help your friends, but you secretly, you're secretly more ambitious than you'll even admit to yourself. I'm Hermione Granger. Uh-huh. And? <laughs> you're smart and talented. You may be a bit of a know-it-all, but it's because, well, you do know-it-all. You love your friends more than anything in the world, which is a good thing because they'd be lost without you. There's a lot in here. So, you could be uh, Marie Laveau, which was a real person, by the way. I don't think they knew that. Winifred Sanderson, the Wicked Witch of the West. We all know I'm Galinda, though. Galinda, mm-hmm. yes. You're I don't think she's Galinda. Oh, Galinda, you were just too good. How do you stand it? I don't think I could. We know too much Wicked. I think that's the I know one. way too much Wicked. Obviously, yes. I think we were going to do What Is This Feeling for a talent show one time. They canceled the talent show. Probably good for our reputations. <laughs> we just got time. You know. Hey, how about just general goals for the year? We can do that, How too. are we doing? Uh, I haven't lost as much weight as I want to yet, but I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's one of the goals. My um, bridesmaid's dress. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. October is... Oh, yeah, I'm a bridesmaid in two weddings. October is one of them, and then in December is the other. Got the same dress for both, so there's that. That's Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was going to pull up my notion where I had my quarterly goals that I have not looked at since the beginning of March to see where I was at. I'm almost graduated. Woo! 
Yeah, that's my main goal is to get out in get December. Out. <laughs> <laughs> get out right now. Uh, my last class is... For, for people who don't know, because I haven't told anyone else but immediate friends, um, I'm not getting a PhD anymore, so... <laughs> so now you all know. She's going to have a master's, so she's still smarter than us. I'm finishing up my summer in the summer with my degree. Yay. Okay. That's my main goal. I guess the other one is I'd actually like to study Korean more than the little I've already done. Oh, yeah. I'm working on French. Uh, I'm like at 12% learned or something. I don't know. I downloaded a couple of books for free. So If, if somebody wants to randomly follow me and, cre- and creep me out or not creep me out. Um, I've had random people follow me on Duolingo. My Duolingo profile is songbird16 with a Y. You'll figure out where. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what part of that. You'll you figure out where. where. You'll figure out where the Y goes. <laughs> I gotcha. That's funny. <laughs> Almost as funny as people always leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's because things were happening. <laughs> things were happening. And I, I've started embroidering. Um, and I was making a leaf. And what did you say beforehand? Oh, I was like, leaves. you're never paying attention to me. You're always just making leaves or something. <laughs> and I was like, people always leave. <laughs> but Reba was talking to me, to I, so I responded to her. And then I turned back to Peyton like 60 seconds later and started laughing and said, Haha, people always leave. And she was like, that was a delayed reaction. And I was like, no, I was busy. That's our relationship. But she genuinely laughed. What was what I was thought that was funny when you said it, too. I just had to register and deal with Reba and everything. Okay, I found my quarter one goals. Um, quarterly goals are obviously the year has 12 months. So every three months, yeah. you come up with a set of goals to reach your bigger goals. And um, I was doing really well the first month or two of the year, which usually happens. And then I just fall off the deep end. So, And some of these is like just consistently working on. Like I have different categories. My life goals were weekly planning I have not been using my planner in the past month or so. A daily task list. I started back doing that this past week. I don't know what I was doing when I wasn't doing it, but just trying to remember what I needed to do, I guess. Yeah. Keeping up with a budget and spending. I have not been doing that. I have no idea how much money is in my bank account. Reading. My reading goals. Uh, So I had read 12 books. I have read 35. Um, (laughs) Reread and annotate a fave. I started rereading Acomath and I only got through part one because I got distracted. Document my reading in a reading journal, so a Google Doc. I've been doing that. I don't know if I mentioned it on here that I was slacking the last couple times, so I had no idea. I couldn't remember what happened in the books that I read, so I just started writing stuff. Mm-hmm. My writing goals, so I had decided on a project to revise. I decided. I have read through that project. I read through it. I have start revisions. Did not do that. Well, I started. I didn't get very far. I don't know how to do it. I think that's the main problem. Conundrum. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like trying to figure it out. No, I like... It's one of those things where I can't organize like what to do and what... Because there's so many different ways you could do it. Yeah. So I don't know what would work best for my brain and I know just trying away is what happens but getting me to start something is real hard real hard Mm -hmm. Uh, set deadlines for revision project and the draft one of another project I have not done that lately finished a first draft for a project I did do that in early February 
document my writing on a Google Sheet every day. I've done that and I'm almost at 100K words for the year, which is pretty cool. For the podcast, start season three, which we did, and it's been a little all over the place for all kinds of reasons, and up our Instagram posts, which have not happened in... I think that's an all of us kind of thing that we just need to work on. It definitely is. Luckily, that's why I picked this one is because I was like, I have a bonus picture for mm-hmm. this because I got really excited. I got a new phone, which has a better camera, which has made me like, yes, I can do Instagram posts. And then it's like, I'm not good at them still. But yeah, I, my goals have in book reading. I had my 2022 reading challenge was 12 books. I'm at 10 right now. So I'm almost finished with that. They made me set my goal to five and uh, we're not getting anywhere near that. (laughs) Yes, we are. We're making it through beautiful creatures. That's one. (laughs) One. Yeah, one. Um, My goal in Goodreads is still 50. Um, I'm not going to up it until I hit like 40 something. 40 God. I got 10 more. So give me like a month. I'll get there. I think what really helped me out was that I got really into the Akatar series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I read four of them. Well, three and a half. We gotta count that abomination that is <laughs> a quarter frost and starlight. Ugh. Is it bad or just boring? Both. Okay. Like it is basically a fan fiction one shot mm-hmm. that's turned into a two hundred page book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is I know how I that feels. I know nothing about the series, but I know how that feels. <laughs> it's like an entire like book made out of a fluff episode, like a filler episode mm-hmm. of an anime. Know that too. <laughs> I don't try to plan too far ahead, which is my things with goals anyway, because within the last few years, I realized that doesn't work and I just disappoint myself. I know I've talked about this before. So as far as anything in my life, I don't know what's going to happen in the next like two months and that's okay with me. I try and set goals and everything, but if they don't work out, they don't work out. Yeah. Low expectations. I think for the podcast, you know, we've kind of been talking about next season and like other seasons what we want to do and i know reba and i were conversing a little bit last night and just trying to figure out what to do and where what direction we wanted to go i don't know y'all have any like thoughts to add about that in particular we can always you know we never stated if this was going to be just from our youth that we talked about yeah that was my point kind of last night is that i was like if we want to kind of try to blow up more to become more popular that we should pick something that's really popular right now mm-hmm. which is why they were had previously said something about maybe doing the Aquatar series and I was like well that would give a bunch of different perspectives because you guys have read them mm-hmm. Caitlin's multiple times Peyton's read it at least once and I haven't read it at all so we would have differing perspectives on that plus mm-hmm. that's a series that's very popular right now yeah. Well, I was considering that. I just it just occurred to me Caitlin's gonna have to go back and read the first one if we do that. Girl, I'm gonna skim it. Is that a bullet you're gonna take for the team? I would. Okay. I just I like the other ones that we talked about potentially doing, just as far as like the conversation might be okay, but as far as, you know, audience um interaction and everything and just being able to you know, for them to relate. I, I don't know. Like, we talked about other things that we read a long time ago. And we're kind of at that point where we're acting like we read three books whenever we were teenagers. But 
we're kind of at that point where, you know, we're going through the years of our teenagehood and just seeing, like, there's more stuff we could. Yeah, we read a lot when we were younger. But also, you know, should it be us continuing to, like, book club it or, like, do more episodes where we take a deep dive, kind of like our um, book to movie adaptations one and all those that we did before. Really, it's us being organized, knowing what we're doing. (laughs) That's... I guess what we need to do. I guess as far as like that kind of thing, like doing a deep dive, that would kind of be, we could do that with the Akatar series. Like instead of us reading out every single thing like this, like we've Mm -hmm. been doing, it would be more like we read it and deep dive into certain aspects or like certain parts Mm -hmm. instead of us just reading like things or summaries from the book. Like we could summarize what happened Mm -hmm. and then just talk more about other stuff associated with that instead of us reading the book. Um, and I was even, like, one idea was um, we, like, dive into each other's favorite, you know, favorite book or our favorite episode of a TV show or our favorite movie mm-hmm. and, like, dissect that and be like, okay, why do you love this shit? Like, yeah. what is so good about this? We could go and in many different ways with that. Exactly. But that would be, like, us forcing each other, like, hey, you this. have to do Watch this. this. <laughs> Reading a book is a lot harder than watching, like, oh, an episode of a yeah. TV show, though. Yeah. See, because, like, y'all would want to read one of my favorite books, you know? Mm-hmm. Depending Rainbow on what book it is. Fine. You, on the other hand, would be like, I hate this. I want to kill myself. I'm done. <laughs> what would you make me read? Like, uh, I came Anne up Rice. with ones. <laughs> no. I came up with ones where I was like, okay, maybe I could make them read this or watch these. I'd have to think about it because I've got a lot. Because um, you've already read Fahrenheit, which is good. Thing is, yeah. if you made me read the stuff that you like, I would think it was a no i would get nothing out of it like yeah. i would not remember anything because yeah. i would be somewhere else mentally while reading it so that was that's gonna be the issue we'll have to i'll have to think of something that seems more modern I'm not and then me and Peyton watch things that have subtitles and caitlin's like i hate reading subtitles. <laughs> really it was me going oh i want to make them do this stuff but do i want to, to do, do this it. stuff because um, i'm a horrible person but like i could get y'all to read a manga yeah not like a whole one but like you know or a manhwa that would probably be easier i would make y'all read a rom-com or some smut you know (laughs) i've read plenty of smut through fan fiction that's nothing caitlin (laughs) yeah i mean like that's not too bad like the one that you made me read you hadn't read so you didn't know (laughs) yeah i probably have some definitely some better ones in mind but But I think that would be a good idea, and I think we could definitely do that. Um, so I'm going to fit in an episode somewhere of us reading the books we picked out for each other, or talking about those books. I thought we abandoned that idea. I mean, I'm still game if y'all are still game. I don't care. I just need a set deadline of when yeah. I have to be finished. <laughs> I, I would be so excited for you to read the program anyway. <laughs> I need somebody to read it so I can talk to somebody about it. So just you know, the future and what it holds if, if you have any suggestions on what we need to do for the future um you can. i was like we could do an entire season of reading a book and watching the adaptation adaptation ser- movie or series yeah. like yeah. it like an episode could be about a different thing mm-hmm. each like it could be an entire season of just that <laughs> well, i mean like that could be interesting um if y'all have any suggestions dm us on uh Instagram mm-hmm. at the Let's Call It Nothing Pod because we're always open for you know suggestions. 
Um, we did have one person talk about us reading Sinner and discussing Sinner from the Wolves of Mercy Fall mm-hmm. series. Which I still need to do. Yeah. So we'll definitely uh, try to make an episode about that mm-hmm. at some point. I don't know in what what time frame, but we do want to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's going to wrap it up for today. We got it. We got it. We got it. We good? Sorry. Yeah, it was a short episode. I hope y'all had a short commute or however y'all are listening to listening this. Listening to this. If you fold laundry, wash dishes, that might just be me, mm, but... Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Let's Call Nothing Pod and also DM any suggestions you got. And we'll see you next time with more beautiful creatures. Bye. I don't want them to tell me I'm pure evil.